Season 2, Chapter 4, Pieces Courage is fear that has said its prayers. Dorothy Bernard, Pieces The explosion had not been planned. The evening was supposed to be gentle. Finish that book from the library. Crochet a few more rows of sweater. Watch the storm. But once it was decided, and it was most certainly decided, she did not falter, and it was surprisingly painless. The flames now spewed ferocious heat up into the ice storm, the smoke pushing hard like hands against a trap door, climbing higher and higher to feed a growing cloud of black dust and cremated history. Since 1908, The lake had attracted wealthy families from places like Boston, New York, and Philadelphia. It beckoned the battle-weary from four different wars, and it welcomed chefs and craftsmen from the Deep South who were seeking a living wage and an escape from racism. Uniformed ghosts from World War I and World War II, vacationers, hunting guides, businessmen and governors, they had all been here. The framed photographs proved it and Miss Fay had taken great pleasure in curating this most precious collection. Old menus boasting postum for five cents a cup and ham steak dinners for a dollar eighty, now mixed with a 1956 invitation for tea with Maine's First Lady. Local theater programs, books, dishes, blankets, tools, and vinyl records from groups like the Ink Spots and the Andrew Sisters were now fusing with the cabin's pine walls, the patina of laughter and time now charred beyond recognition. Pieces of Flyrod Crosby's fishing creel and a Herbie Welch hand-tied muddler now joined with glossy bits of black and white and floated away. All of it gone obliterated. This antique air pocket was moving up and into the ozone, moving away from the lake. Dear God, forgive me! Faye had hurled her flashlight through the kitchen window, barely taking the time to watch it fall to the ground outside before he was upon her. She felt her lungs drain of air as she tried to scream out to her friend, Run! but the little dog heard only a choking gurgle as he barked and bellowed at the blackness that was overpowering his human. The old woman had fallen back against the table, her shrinking world a blur, except for the oil lantern that teetered one last time before her companion leapt out through the opening in the glass. She grabbed the lantern and pushed herself forward toward the gas stove. Dear God! Forgive me. She thought of her mother. She thought of the Easter church fair that she was going to miss for the first time since 1969, the year her daughter was born. She thought of the lake and the loons, and then she thought of the pain in her neck and arms and the smell of evil. She knew, like she knew the color of water, that she must do this, not for herself, but for the sake of light and love, and all that she cherished. She must do this. Dear God, forgive me. And then it was over. One quick crack of light and heat, and the little museum that Faye called home was gone. 
The mountain lake had borne witness to this final act of bravery, like it had all the other brave days of Fay's long life. The woman and the land nodded knowingly at each other one last time, and then Fay too was gone. Abram had been thrown back by the fireball, back through two interior walls, and then held still for several minutes under the weight of the gas stove, its sides peeled back like curled ribbon. The blast had stunned him. To be sure, he had misread the woman. This was not how it was expected to go. She had taken so much effort, and now he was badly burned and tired. He touched his face. It was hot, and his clothes were on fire. But all was not lost that night, for Abram had learned two things. He needed to be more careful, and he no longer had to wait to be invited inside. Pieces, written and performed by Bridget Emmons. Visit my website at BridgetEmmons.com or follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Main Stories. Thanks for listening.